Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Iberostar Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Welcome to the Weekly Dad Jokes Explained episode. Each week we examine a set of dad jokes and explain what makes them so funny. Our aim is to arm you with information on delivering your own dad jokes to your friends and family so you can further spread the laughs and groans. Let's get to it. After two weeks of trying, my wife told me that she was pregnant. She has the world's worst stutter. The humor in this joke lies within the unexpected twist that plays with our understanding of language and context. At first, it appears as though the husband has been trying for two weeks to get his wife pregnant. However, the second sentence reveals a different interpretation altogether. Here's how. The phrase she was pregnant is usually associated with a recent event or change due to its use of past tense was. But when you add she has the world's worst stutter, it suggests that she took two weeks not because they were trying for a baby, but because she was attempting to communicate her already existing pregnancy status due to her severe stuttering problem. Thus, what started as an apparent comment about fertility turns into an amusing commentary on communication challenges within their relationship. It's this surprise shift from one plausible interpretation to another less obvious, but still logical, one which makes us laugh, classic misdirection. I tripped over my wife's bra in the bathroom. I told her and she said I should look out for booby traps. <laughs> the humor in this joke is derived from the clever play on words, specifically a pun. The term booby traps is typically used to refer to hidden or unexpected dangers that one might encounter, often in a military context. However, in this joke it's being used literally and metaphorically at the same time. Here's how. Initially, we hear about someone tripping over a bra, an everyday item which has become an obstacle due to its unexpected location on the bathroom floor. This sets up for what seems like potential criticism or request for tidiness. However, when his wife responds with, you should look out for booby traps, she's using booby as both reference to her bra, a piece of clothing designed primarily for supporting women's breasts, and traps referring not only as obstacles, but also their function of holding, trapping, breasts, boobies. This dual meaning creates comedic effect because it takes us by surprise. Instead of expected complaint about cluttered bathrooms, she makes lighthearted jesting remark connecting bras with actual booby traps, turning ordinary domestic situation into absurdly amusing scenario. My wife was livid when I told her I used all of our savings to buy stock in Bose. I told her to relax. It's a sound investment.
The humor in this joke is based on the clever use of a homophone words that sound alike but have different meanings. The phrase sound investment usually refers to a financial decision that is considered safe, wise, or reliable. However, in this context it's used both metaphorically and literally. Here's how, when the husband reveals he spent all their savings on Bose stock, a company known for its high-quality audio equipment, his wife understandably gets angry due to potential financial risk involved with such decision. But his response, it's a sound investment, serves as pun because sound can be interpreted two ways here, one being typical meaning related to good investing strategy and second referring directly to what Bose products are designed for, producing quality sound. So essentially, he's saying not only was it smart money-wise, but also literally about sounds which creates an unexpected linguistic twist making us chuckle. It plays off our standard understanding of finance terminology by linking it amusingly with product characteristics specific for company invested into. My wife asked what I've been spending so much time on my computer for. I told her I was investing in stocks. She asked what kind and I said, beef, vegetable, and chicken. She asked me, why? And I replied because I'd like to be a billionaire one day, honey. <laughs> the humor in this joke is based on the clever use of homonyms and a pun. The term investing in stocks typically refers to buying shares of a company with an expectation for financial gain. However, the punchline offers an unexpected twist. Here's how, when his wife asks what kind of stocks he's investing in, we initially expect him to name some companies or industries. Instead, he mentions beef, vegetable, and chicken, which are types of broth used for cooking, not financial assets at all. This creates surprise by subverting our expectations about stock investment. Then comes another word play when he says, because I'd like to be a billionaire one day. Here, billionaire is a humorous fusion between billionaire, a person possessing immense wealth, and bullion, another term for broth. He's suggesting that his investments aren't geared towards monetary wealth, but rather abundance in soup ingredients. This combination, switching context from finance to culinary world unexpectedly plus creating new comical word, brings out laughter as it deviates sharply from what was anticipated originally while remaining logically consistent within its own redefined framework. Did you hear about the vegetarian who accidentally ate beef? It was a rare mistake. <laughs> the humor in this joke hinges on the clever use of puns and wordplay, as well as the unexpected outcome. The term rare mystique is a play on words that simultaneously refers to an infrequent error and a lightly cooked piece of beef. Here's how, when we hear about a vegetarian accidentally eating beef, it's already amusing because vegetarians consciously avoid meat consumption, thus their unwittingly consuming beef is ironic, something we don't expect given their dietary habits. The punchline then introduces two puns for added comedic effect. First, mystique sounds like mistake, but with steak, a cut of beef, embedded into it, subtly reminding us what kind of blunder was made by our unsuspecting vegetarian character. Secondly, describing this incident as rare serves dual purposes, one being its typical usage indicating an uncommon event, which fits since vegetarians don't usually eat meat, while second referring to culinary practice where rare means steak that's lightly cooked i.e. still red inside, adding another layer connecting back to original topic which was accidental consumption of such food item. 
In essence, these linguistic gymnastics create surprise through twisting common phrases into new context-specific meanings while also making lighthearted fun out the situation at hand, all contributing towards eliciting laughter from audience. What do you call group of fat babies? Heavy infantry. <laughs> the humor in this joke is derived from the creative use of wordplay, specifically a pun. The phrase heavy infantry typically refers to soldiers who are heavily armed and armored for battle. However, in this context it's used to describe a group of overweight babies. Here's how. Initially we hear about group of fat babies, an unusual topic that piques our curiosity as it's not something we commonly talk or think about. This sets up for what seems like an unexpected punchline. However, when the answer comes as heavy infantry, there is an amusing twist on words at play here, heavy being both reference to their weight, as they're described as fat, and also part of military term infantry which usually indicates ground troops and army. Additionally, infantry, while normally associated with adult soldiers, sounds phonetically similar to infantry, where infant alludes directly back towards babies mentioned initially, thus completing circle by tying together these two seemingly unrelated concepts into one humorous package. This dual meaning creates comedic effect because it takes us by surprise, instead expected simple descriptive term for such group we get funny label that cleverly combines their physical attribute, being heavy, with playfully modified version appropriate professional title, infant re, instead infantry. It transforms ordinary observation into witty commentary using language manipulation. Why did the student get upset when their teacher called them average? It was a mean thing to say. The humor in this joke comes from the clever use of a mathematical pun. The term average is commonly used to describe something that is not special or exceptional, and it's also a statistical term referring to the mean value of a set of numbers. Similarly, mean can refer to unkindness or cruelty as well as another name for average in mathematics. In this case, when we hear about a student getting upset because their teacher called them average, our initial interpretation leans towards conventional meaning where being labeled average might be seen negatively due its connotation with mediocrity, hence causing emotional distress. However, when punchline reveals it was mean thing to say, there's an amusing twist on words at play here, mean serving dual purposes, one being typical understanding related harsh statement and second linking back mathematically towards concept of average, also known as arithmetic mean. So essentially what seemed like potential critique about students' performance turns out into playful comment on numerical statistics, making us chuckle by subverting our expectations through linguistic dexterity while staying logically consistent within its own redefined parameters. I read a book about World War II that was only four pages long. It was a bridge too far. The humor in this joke is derived from the clever use of a pun, specifically a play on words. The phrase the bridge too far is actually the title of a well-known book and film about an ambitious but ultimately unsuccessful military operation during World War II. However, in this context it's used to describe the brevity of another book. Here's how, when we hear about a book about World War II that was only four pages long, our initial reaction might be surprise or disbelief due to such severe shortness for covering vast historical events, setting us up for what seems like an unexpected punchline. 
However, when punchline comes as it was a bridge too far, there's humorous twist at work here. A bridge typically refers to something shortened or condensed, like our four-page World War II book, while too far suggests excessive degree which fits perfectly with dramatic reduction from typical comprehensive history books down towards mere few pages. Moreover, by replacing word bridge with similar sounding term abridged, joke maintains phonetic continuity making it sound almost identical original phrase while changing its meaning entirely thus creating amusing surprise through linguistic manipulation and contextual shift within familiar reference point, the famous World War II story. So essentially what started as comment on unusually concise literature turns into witty remark playing off both extreme brevity, abridged, and overdoing said condensation, too far, all wrapped around modified version known historical title, eliciting laughter by subverting expectations using language creativity. Well that's it from this episode of Dad Jokes Explained. Hope these will give you inspiration in delivering your own dad jokes. I'm Montgomery Jones and bye for now. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. See the show notes page for sources and credits. Check out our other podcasts in our network at ClassicStudios.com. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.